guys air talk when you talk about a whole bunch of nothing but everything under the sun. Happy New Year's. But um, what's Happy New Year's if you're not happy, if you're not doing what you're supposed to do? It's 2019 and um, getting off of work. My job, well, my job that I do like decided that they're going to work us through the New Year's. They don't care because it's a hotel. I'm not trying to understand it, but things happen that way. But I want to talk about eBay and USPS. You, United States Postal Service needs to change their rates. I don't care what nobody say. Their rates are ridiculously high. And um, the, the matter between it being a pound over a pound or under a pound is the dumbest thing because the price change. You could on eBay even with a 15% discount, but anything less than a pound, it costs five dollars to ship. Maybe six dollars without eBay discount. And then when you go over a pound, you at almost seven eight dollars to ship and then they got these flat rate packages that just by chance fit none of my ceramic dishes none of my plates you know if you got something fragile you can't put it in those things because it might break last uh, yesterday i had to put um two small plates in one of those mailing envelopes because i didn't know how small the envelope was and then I go there to try to talk to them and figure out what ships. Thinking that one of the mailing envelopes was the big, um, that, one, that one had to be like 15 by 10, like a big envelope. They give me this small envelope and cardboard. And I'm like, well, what's this one y'all sitting up as right there that says mailing envelope? And they just like, well, Get your own scale. I'm like, well, I have a scale. Uh, it just go up to a certain amount of pounds. And I'm like, I'm not the best shipper in the world. I'm not that good of a shipper. Because I, I start off lucky by just using a seller site called McCart. And they make it easy. They say for anything from zero to one pound, anything from one to three, then anything from three to ten. And you select that and you can ship it. Prices are pretty good. Like even for zero to one, it's four twenty-five instead of four ninety-four on eBay. So it's really cheap. But um, they just make it difficult to ship and just, you know, I don't really like USPS for that. Like that old school flair. Like that's cool, but they got postal people in there. You could. Trying to ship, and then do not care. Like, and then you know, you can't overlook the fact that first of all, USPS don't take nobody in that has a record. They really strict on who they employ. But then you can't you can't ignore the fact that uh, maybe 
10, 15 of them are in prison for double digits because they decide to work with drug traffickers. But, you know, if I'm having difficulty shipping and I'm in there and it's a horrible postal worker, you know, that that even make it worse because a lot of them, you know, might not be going to work today. A lot of them, they get paid good money, but they still be acting like bougie and acting like they don't want to be bothered. But um, I'm gonna say this now, cause it's about to change. When I speak, something, it's gonna change, or something gonna happen. And uh, I think that they should change their shipping rates, not go up, but they should change their shipping rates, like. The minimum to put, the minimum to ship for like first class should be a pound and a half, not just a pound. Because who's making things at just a pound now? Like, I could be sent off a lot of stuff. If they change that, then, you know, it just boosts all they shipping. But uh, that's how I feel about USPS. Happy New Year's. Hopefully it get better, man. Like I said, when I speak on something, I feel like something should change. We usually do. But peace. What's up, guys? Air Talks. Gonna be talking about a whole bunch of nothing but everything on the set. Not the downplay podcast or what I'm talking about, but uh, I want to explain my selling process when it comes to eBay. I think a lot of people don't understand it and don't try it, because they just don't know how simple, how easy it is to put things on eBay and just, you know, just wait and let it sell. Now, some things just ain't gonna sell before I tell you my prices. Some things just not gonna sell. That's just how it is. Like, you putting an old rusty t shirt on, on there, and then you're not even putting a flash on the picture because you're scared somebody gonna see all the stains on the shirt. You're not actually putting the, putting the right picture out either. And, you know, I still deal with that. Like, I forget to put the flash on, but I want people to see the color and objects. And most most of the time, those things just don't sell. Taking bad pictures, those things won't sell. And then, like, not doing your research, not even putting a reasonable price is going to stop people from buying it. If somebody see um, a wire they can get at Dollar Tree, see like a master lock and um, you can get it for a dollar tree for 99 cents but they really work 399 but you trying to sell it new for 20 dollars then nobody's gonna buy it but my selling process practically is going to any store any store even from thrift stores to like deep department stores and doing research while I'm in there, like looking it up. I look up to see what has sold on eBay. I use 
use eBay, not just to sell stuff, but to look stuff up. Then after I do that, I debate whether I want to deal with it, whether I can deal with the time of holding it. You know, I deal with a lot of stuff. Can I, can I hold it for long? Um, is it going to be too competitive and I cannot sell it? Um, because I want a different price. How much I'm paying for it. I'm paying $9.99 and I want to sell it for uh, $16.99. To me, I'm not, I don't, I'm going to go for it unless I know that it sells every day. So first I look up to see how much it sells on a daily basis, on a monthly basis, not just a daily basis, but how many times it sold this month. Um, and then I try and see what is the profit if I spend, if I'm about to buy 99, $9.99 and everybody's selling online for maybe eleven ninety nine, then that's something I don't want. Unless I'm unless, you know, take a risk and just buy all of them and try to make two dollars from $9.99 to eleven ninety nine. try to do it like a hundred thousand times a hundred or a thousand times but I try to see what's the difference in the money I'm gonna make and then third I try to see uh, basically how competitive it is and how many times it's sold if I look up um, something I'm about to buy and I see a whole bunch of people listening the same thing from the department store, from the thrift store. And and then when I tab over to what has sold and I see nothing but no matches, then that means that it's not worth me buying because that means people not people is not buying it. So I tap over the sold and none of the products is gone, but I see a whole bunch of listings there. That means it's not going to sell. And it, uh, just because you put your listing up doesn't mean it's going to change. Um, and if you already have something like that, like you already got something at the house, and you see a lot of listings, but you don't see nobody selling them, selling their listing, then, you know, just don't sell it. Keep it or, you know, um, try a different website. <laughs> Sorry. But uh, that's the simple process. And then once you buy you decide, okay, I'm going to buy half the time. I'm going to tell you a secret. Half the time. If you buy from the right department store, you can hold it for 30 days. And if it don't sell, you can bring it back up to, to them. And they, they want it back. They, they want it back because they can, they, it's something for them to sell. They, as long as they got, uh, as long as they got inventory, they have But um, that's another that's another good piece of game. If you go on a Target and you try the stuff I'm talking about on eBay, you hold it for 30 days or less. Usually, if it's a hot item, it's gonna take you two. It's gonna take you two, three days. But like slow items, when you start first starting off, it might take you two, three weeks to sell some stuff. So you gotta be able to know how to wait too um, and if you don't sit in those two three weeks you can always return and that's my that's my process some things though like you don't do a lot of i started off like that and i bought some weird stuff about like scissors knife sharpeners like i was buying like um, 
like Under Armour socks. And they did not sell. They didn't sell. It was like I was just holding them. But after 30 days, I went and returned them. You know what I'm saying? They got all my money back and helped, helped somebody with something. I remember that at that time. But it's not important. But um, Yeah, so. And then you just got to let that stuff sit on there. And let the views go up. Share it on your social media and get started, you know, and speak things into existence. I'm gonna sell this stuff, I'm gonna sell it, we're gonna sell it. Um, like I said, take a good picture, define it to the T. Don't go over too, don't go too far in the descriptions. There's a lot of people that think that you gotta describe it by two, three paragraphs, but you really don't. You just gotta let them know. I ship it in one day. Um, the reason I say this is because I look at the people who ship and buy, the, who, who, who selling thousands and thousands of products, and um, other than the generic description that they probably stole from Amazon, they just put ready to ship. They don't go too far because you're gonna wait. You're gonna, you're gonna end up wasting your time missing listings because of that. Yeah, once you get on there and then boom, you start. Make sure you got your PayPal ready. Make sure your bank account ready. And there you go. What's up, guys? Air Talk's gonna be talking about a whole bunch of nothing but everything under the sun. And, uh, speak on what sale that people wouldn't think sale was making people money but you know somebody from the outside really don't realize it and this is what some of the biggest restaurants in the world have it's a commonality of what some of the biggest restaurants in the world have some of the smallest restaurants in the world has and what's in your house and if it's not in your house it's in your mama's house. It's not in your mama's house. It's in your grandma's house. It's in everybody. If it's not in none of that house, it's in your cousin's house. And it's salt and pepper shakers. Salt and pepper shakers are everywhere. Um, a lot of us don't need to be using salt anyway. So, you, know, you might not have realized it. But salt and pepper shakers sell. And they sell at enormous rate, like different designs, different styles, different um, different companies, vintage. Um, right now, I got some mini mason jar, salt pepper shakers, and um, I guess Ross didn't know the don't know the value. I think they know the value of a lot of stuff they have, but they have a price that they sell it for, and then they have a suggested price, or like they're what they think it retails for. And um, the, the some pepper shakers I got, I went and got eight of them, but the, but they were two dollars and ninety nine cent a piece, and the suggested retail from them was. They thought this shakers cost four dollars, but little do they know I went on eBay 
past 60 days, they have sold on a daily basis for $15 a piece. Maybe 12, 12 to 15. And it's a constant, and they're constantly selling. And um, they had some more salt and pepper shakers in there, but they were um, pretty expensive. They were on $13. There were some ones from Dublin, uh, from the Dublin collection. Really nice glass fixtures. They look like glass design. Um, but uh, they retail for six twenty six. So it was like buying them for thirteen and then selling it for twenty six or selling it for twenty. You know, I didn't want to do that. So I went with the one with the biggest um, profit margin. Just bought more of them. And um, yeah, salt pepper shaker sale. And I was looking. or older like the ones like some of the I guess it, it would be some of the ones that was made in the 60s to 80s probably that salt pepper shakers people buy those for almost 60 70 dollars and they're small but they buy them for 60 70 dollars um, and they just salt pepper shakers you know so I'm jumping into that to see what's going on but um that's something that sells, you know. You see it at your goodwill. You see something. One, scan it. Check it out. Check out the price. Look it up. Check out the price and then see if it'll sell. If you got something that's super old, uh, vintage, salt pepper shaker, you most likely could sell it. That's all I wanted to put out there. Uh, like I said, I got eight of them. I put a set them all on my eBay. Watch it, watch it happen. Air Talks, homie, talking about a whole bunch of nothing but everything under the sun. And I want to say, don't live in stress. Don't live in agony. Don't live in regret. If it's something that you're supposed to be doing, and you know that's your purpose, should be doing it you should not be doing something that you know is not your purpose save up your money and stop spending on stuff that you really don't want or need some of the stuff you really don't want like um, a girlfriend expenses some of the stuff you really don't want you know going to buy stuff that you really don't want I know it's clicking for somebody and for some people, some people is actually going and spending uh, yearly wages on something that they don't really want or need. You don't really want that. You just, you know, it's just, it's just something that clicking you that have you addicted to it. And I understand that. I respect it. And we only got one life to live. But if you live in your purpose, it makes it makes more than enough sense. Go spend yearly wages on something that you really don't even want. Um, also, uh, what I was gonna say, you know, stepping into your purpose is gonna take a discipline only you know, it's gonna take a grace only you know, 
It's gonna take a communication with your God like only you can. It's gonna take a language that only you know when you speaking to God. It's not gonna take somebody else's language speaking to you. It ain't gonna take what somebody say bad or good about you. This is what's gonna help you communicate with God. Okay? I just wanna let you know that. I want you to let you know, like, when you moving out of your purpose, you stressing, you worrying, you not doing everything you're supposed to be doing. But the last thing you wanna do is fall to the sickness of time. You don't wanna fall into worshiping time. Just know that God uses time to heal everything. So that's why we that's why we are patient. We waiting on things that we want to come to reality. A lot of us don't have everything we want, but you also have people who have everything that you want, but don't have everything they want, they need. Okay? So you might be winning in a part of your life that somebody else is struggling with. And you might be struggling in a part of your life that somebody else is winning in. You also got to be balanced. But uh, I'm about to take my time and take some rest because I've been going hard since Christmas Eve with my thrift shopping. And I really need to just sit it down for a few days and let these people come in and come buy the stuff. Because right now, I'm even having a budget when I go to these Goodwills. Like, I'm going to spend $20 at, at Goodwill when I go. No matter what it is, I'm going to spend $20. So, I try to keep it a balance. If I go to two Goodwills, I spend $40. So, I'm trying to keep it balanced. Then when you walk in there and you see an item that you could sell for thirty dollars, but you only went there and spent twenty dollars, and you bought one item that's gonna sell for thirty dollars, then you do end up getting all of your investment back off of two or three sales. One, well, actually off of one sale. To be honest, off of one sale.
hopefully this tax credit I can keep it around and use it. But uh yeah. I want y'all to go check out my eBay. I'm in I'm under eBay as Sir Tree USA. Sir Tree USA. S I R T R E E U S A. Um right now I'm just getting everything together so I know what sells and what don't. I'm getting better at doing more research. I felt the yeah, I felt that um growth in my research today. Like now I'm learning something about eBay. You search the main subject like today. I found this kitchen aid um whistling and kill. It is made by KitchenAid and it's a it's a listening kettle. So what I would look up first is this one's pretty easy. I would look up KitchenAid whistling kettle. Not the color, because it's orange, but it's it's made with green and purple. And then I would see how many posts on eBay. Say there's three thousand posts on eBay of this same kettle. Then I would pay attention to that and then I would click over to what's sold. And what's sold is not gonna be three thousand, it's gonna be a part of three thousand. It's gonna be maybe a hundred or two hundred of them being sold. Or it's gonna be three hundred percent. Three hundred being sold out of three thousand. So you do the math. What's three hundred divided by three thousand? Then you'll know how then you'll know it's only 10% of these being sold out of what's selling. And that's pretty decent. You just gotta have competitive pricing. You can cut through. But now I'm learning that part. So when you learn the probability of it being sold and the numbers of items listed against the number of items sold, then you Also, if you into really selling, you're not really you you're not really just into the money as much. Like you're not trying to go buy something for a dollar every day and go buy and make five hundred dollars off of it like these ungodly profits. Some are good with this. Some are good with that stuff. Like you can go spend two, three dollars and make three, four hundred dollars. Some people can do it because they know what to go get. But if you really just enter, okay, I'll take $20 here, I'll take $15 profit here, I'll take $10 here profit, I'll take $15 here profit. Once you start to, you know, not be greedy, then you start to understand when you're looking through the listing and you don't see an item that you have, but it looks like, it looks like it's sellable, it's comparable to the other listings, it's a newer model, maybe it's an old Same kettle, whistling kettle. Now this whistling kettle sells in, in a new condition for $39.99. $39.99. Thirty 
shipping and handling for some people they take out. So it do end up being forty dollars even if it's sell for thirty. But some people will actually buy this and get on there and try to sell it for one hundred and fifty dollars. Some people will actually get on it and try to sell it for seventy, eighty dollars. Some people get away with it and sell it. Like somebody sold this for seventy dollars. selling teacups like trying to list them and I have not sold no teacups but I have sold coffee mugs plates trays and uh, I ain't sold no teacups I don't know what I don't know why I thought they, they would sell I don't think I bought no teacups yet I think I only bought mugs so I'm keeping away from it but I did buy some things like for like uh Oh yeah, I got some things for spices right now. Oh my God, it's, it's not even, you can't even find that stuff in America. You gotta import it from England and I ran into some of this stuff. And I think that's gonna, that's gonna be my edge too. I'm gonna be able to sell stuff like that. And I know they come from a different country that people can't get in, but they're ordering it. to be done so let me get off here clean myself up I'm sitting here wasting time talking to you guys but I enjoy uh, releasing from my insecurities and keeping the faith and sharing words of wisdom so y'all have a good one